Hello and welcome to the Authority of Love. We're back with David Walls, Executive Director of the Family Foundation for another great Family Foundation Friday. David, welcome again. Greg, good to be with you. Now, now if you listen to these, last two weeks you probably heard of the same thing. Uh, that was not necessarily by design, but David had to be out of state last week, and so we just decided because there was some good comments and there was some good information there uh, that we would run that again. And uh, thank you for those who commented, the, the listeners. And so we're going to pick up with some of that because, as always, there's updates and there's things changing. And so, David, with that, we're going to cover some on the while you were out of state. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you do that. I'm going to say any more than that. But also, there's some things going on right here in our state with regard to uh, the governor's race and politics. And we need to help clarify some things, I think. So with that said... Uh, tell us why you're out of state and give us an update. Yeah, Greg, I was uh, um, at uh, actually in Florida. Uh, yeah. So good, uh, nice, it, cool place, right? Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it's actually been been good to be back in Kentucky, where it's not quite as uh, not quite as toasty, not quite as humid. Right. Uh, but but had a good time there. I was there for a, a national gathering of our state family policy councils. Uh, folks may not know the full yeah, background, yeah, sure but you case. know the Family Foundation. We're a, a state. Uh, state-based organization, uh, but we have a, a fellowship, a, a, a coalition of state-based family policy councils that uh, really traces its lineage back to focus on the family when, when uh, Dr. Dobson was right, still leading. Right. And so there's about 40 states that have similar organizations, and we gather together once a year to encourage one another, lift each other up, and talk about what's going on in our states, and really to, to get information to help help us continue to try to move the ball forward on the policy front. And uh, it was just a, a great time together and a lot of conversation uh, at the conference this year about really just the unbelievable progress that's being made across the nation to protect kids from harmful um, so-called gender transition interventions. Our national ally and our alliance of groups actually developed the model legislation on this issue. Uh, and we are now, uh, this is something we, our listeners can be praying about. If North yes, Carolina, yes. Uh, hopefully very soon, overrides their governor's veto of their bill, they will be the 20th state in just over two years, Greg. 20 yeah. states in yeah. two years that have completely banned these barbaric procedures, and that includes all, all three parts of this. That is blocking the initial puberty blockers that they put kids on, right. blocking the cross-sex hormones, and then also blocking the surgeries. Which is, we're going to get into this a little yeah, later, yeah. but that can't be separated. It can't. It's all together. No, it, it's You can't all play politics with that, right. with children's lives and lying to parents and things like that, Absolutely. thinking that part of that is okay. And we'll yeah. get to that a little bit yeah. more. But one other thing you're talking about there, David, why do you think, because that has become the focal point, yeah. this, uh, this transgender issue. Yeah. And there have been sort of out there on a lot of these things. Why do you think these socially conservative issues are now taking front and center? You know that that was one of the other things that we talked a lot about. I mean, it's it's it, it hasn't always been the case no, that no, these important not. issues addressing sexuality, addressing uh, you know biblical values, are yeah, not always yeah. the the front and center issues in the, in the electorate's, mi uh, electorate's mind right. when making voting decisions. But it seems to be that that is the case now. And I really think, Greg, that a lot of this has to do with just the transgender issue being 
a step too far for most people. Yes. You know, unfortunately, there's. there's I'd like been, to have said that with yeah, abortion uh, and, a whole lot and of homosexuality. Issues, a whole lot of issues. Not that we don't but, love those right. people, but but I would like to have said that with that. But this right. seems to tipped it over, hasn't it? It, it is, and it's and part of it is because folks are being asked to directly turn the entire world upside yes, down is our yes. understanding of what it means to be with male kids on and the female, with kids yes. specifically being the ones targeted with this. It also just has to do with the continued aggressive nature of the LGBT movement and its enablers in the media and just, and, and unfortunately, a lot of the curriculum that's being pushed in school. So all of this combined right. together has really created this moment where a lot of uh, a lot of voters, a lot of families are saying, hold on a second, we're not ready to go down this path, and we're certainly not prepared to allow our children to continue no. to be the, the no. guinea pigs in this grand social experiment on this issue. Now, as you and I have talked a lot about, this issue is just a natural progression of stepping away from God's design Right. Not just in terms of male and female, but his design marriage, for the family, his design for the marriage, right. sexuality. Yeah. And so really, you know, one of the challenges that we have as, as our movement of groups and just as the church in general is to say, yes, you're right. You should be upset. We do need to pass these laws and do these things. But deeper than that, we need to reach people with the truth and point people back to God's good design yeah. Amen. Um, and help folks connect the dot. That, For example, and, and not saying that for everyone listening to this uh, agrees with this statement, but we've heard this a lot. Well, I was willing to go along with same-sex marriage because that didn't really impact me. Yeah. That just yeah. was, you know, it was about live and let live and so forth. Yeah. But the reality is where we are today is a direct result of us not making the argument and abandoning foundational yeah. issues well, and, and let like me bring, marriage and the family. Exactly. And, yeah. and let me bring Scripture into that again yeah. because, David, uh, God wants... Adam and Eve partook of the fruit. Whatever you want to think about that. When he shut the gates of the Garden of Eden, there could be no more live and let live. That's what we as Christians, Bible-believing Christians, have to understand. A lot of people say, oh, but if I'm a Christian, I, could... I don't condemn anyone. The Bible says they've already done that themselves when they yeah. live apart from God's law, and we need a Savior. So Jesus came because live and let live does it work? Yeah. Because we'll eat that fruit every time. Right. And that's what it shows. So now I want I want to not switch too much here, David, right. because we're on the same subject, but it's interesting that we've been talking several times over the last month or so about Governor Bashir's and his Kentucky Department of Education coming directly against SB 150, which protects kids yeah. against these transgender issues yeah. and policies and 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 uh, uh, mutilations, yeah. right? But all of a sudden, we're starting to see ads that say he's never been for that. Well, you, uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no, yeah. I, Greg, I, I, I was just going to say that, you know, that was, I think, what we're seeing develop. If folks are starting to see some of the, some of the ads, and, and my understanding is, is some of the ads are, uh, you know, there's uh, organizations from outside of Kentucky that are they're running some ads sometimes on behalf and highlighting some different issues. Right. And the reality is this issue of protecting kids is front and center in, in the campaign. So what we're seeing here in Kentucky is completely reflective of, of what we're seeing happen across the nation. This is going to be a deciding issue yeah. in November here in Kentucky in terms of who's going to be our, our next governor. And as we have uh, you know, talked about and, and, and pointed out, Governor Bashir vetoed SB 150. Yeah. Yeah. He vetoed a bill that, that bans gender transition um, 
interventions at all levels, that includes puberty blockers, that includes cross-sex hormones, that includes the surgeries. You and can't letting parents know right. those kind of things, right? You yeah. talked about parental protections right. and rights. Yeah. All of those things were yeah. included in that, and he vetoed that. Yeah. So he's against banning those things. Right. That's what yeah. his veto says. And so my sense is that that viewpoint is out of step with a lot of Kentuckians. So obviously, I think the governor is on the defensive, has been. Yes. So he has now put out, and there's been some media attention around this, him trying to reframe the issue and essentially walk back his part of his veto, yeah. even though he could have in his veto statement said, well, I'm, I'm vetoing it because of this, but I'm okay with this other yeah. part of the bill. He didn't do that. He vetoed the whole bill. And as we dealt with this issue during the legislature, you can't in good faith say that I'm okay with transitioning children socially, start right. putting them on chemically, uh, chemically yeah. mutilating their body, messing with their puberty, putting on putting them on cross-sex hormones. Yeah. Uh, once you go down that path, you are in favor of medically transitioning children, which requires and, at some point, right. if they want to, right. Right, surgery. The surgery aspect of this. So for him now to come back and try to make it at least imply that he's not supportive of this this entire regime just because he says now that he's not in favor of the the surgeries is is completely disingenuous. That's political gerrymandering. It it is. It really is. It is. And even further than that, let's not forget either. And again, this isn't just to, this is just pointing out the record when these issues are, are front and center. He also vetoed the year before the Save Women's Sports Bill. Yep. That, uh, right in line with all of this. Uh, right? So yes. he has been a champion of the LGBT right. Right. moral revolutionary agenda here in Kentucky yeah. by his actions as governor. And so it is completely appropriate for these issues to be exposed and yes. for voters to Get have a clear, right. a clear contrast on these right. issues. And let me say this. Um, I want to say this because I, 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 we're not bashing him for, for him. We're bashing him for what he's standing for. Right. That's clear. Here's what I want to say to you as listeners, and you share it with others. Um, we need to be aware and sure of what it is we're voting for. Right. Uh, Governor Bashir can go to a church and call his faith what he wants to and say that he's not okay with banning these things by vetoing the bill, yeah. but then turn around and say, I never was for the surgeries. Which you really can't separate, as you just made a great point. That's his faith. But that faith, I have to say it right now, that faith in that, maybe that church, but at least with him, is not in line with Scripture. Absolutely. Male and female is how God created us. You've got a different creator and a different Bible if you're calling that faith. And you have the freedom to call that faith. You have the freedom to say you can vote for one part of it and not another. You can do that. But what we have to know as voters is who we're voting for. If you are for, LGBTQ agenda, in particular right now, the transgender issue, then Governor Bashir is your guy. Would you agree with that, David? He's your guy, right? I I I mean, mean, he's he's made that abundantly clear. Yes. And he showed up at at advocacy days. Yes. Um, I mean, he has been... uh, Which is champion. He he has championed that issue on behalf of that movement here in Kentucky. It seems as though he's simply backtracking now because the sense is, politically speaking, a lot of voters are having pause about 
that agenda. Yes, yes. Seeing what and it really so, is. You know, right? this is one of the, the discerning things that, you know, if, if folks will be publishing a, a voter guide later this year right, at Vote, right. uh, Vote Kentucky. US will will uh, a nonpartisan uh, voter guide covering all the candidates, all the other candidates in the in the race as right, well, Greg. Right. The other constitutional offices that'll be on the ballot, but it's important to look at candidates' record a yes. lot more than their rhetoric right before yes the heat yeah. of the campaign. What the I was going to say, David, actions yes. speak louder than words. Exactly, <laughs> and here's what I was going to say: we need to have an informed and educated electorate and constituencies Absolutely. and voters in Kentucky. Folks, you have to go beyond the ads. You have to go beyond the media. Yeah. The media is clearly in the pocket of those who agree with this for the yeah. most part. So you've got to go deeper than that. Yeah. If you're for that, vote for Governor Bashir. But if you're not, you've got to find another candidate. Fair to say? Fair to say. Close us out with, uh, remind us of the Kentucky, because we got more to do on this, but yeah. we only got a minute or so. Uh, close us out with the uh, Kentucky Family Forum and updates on forum and the updates yeah. on that. and before I do that, yeah. I'll, I'll just say, too, I encourage folks, uh, both for the forum coming up on the 7th and for some, some important information about SB 150 and some continued developments on, on yes. that legally yes. at our website at Kentucky Family. Dot org, but we're, we're starting to see uh, registrations uh, pick up. Uh, we've got a, a few other exciting announcements for our forum and speaker-wise that we'll be, be, be making very soon, okay. hopefully uh, okay. with you, Greg, maybe next week. Uh, and we're, we're looking forward on, on Saturday, October 7th here in Lexington, just a, a great day to equip um, Christians and uh, social conservatives here in Kentucky about the latest uh, public policy information and to equip them how we live out our world, yes, uh, our, exactly. our, our Christian faith. Hope you'll make it and invite others to join you as well. Uh, listen, you can find out more at KentuckyFamily.org, at LoveAndWordship.com on these various issues. And we want to thank you for joining us, David. Thank you again. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. As always, check out Bill Reeser immediately following with Encounter. And then at 1245, my good friend Greg Horn and Hope is here. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.